0: Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutriCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. Chances are you've heard of life hacks, which are tricks or shortcuts that help you be a little more efficient in life. You may or may not have heard of biohacks, but chances are you've already tried some without even knowing it. Who knows, you might even be biohacking as you listen to this podcast. Joining me now is Michelle Ricker, a registered dietitian nutritionist who focuses on DNA-based nutrition. She has a background in nutrigenomics, wearable devices, and other areas of personalized nutrition. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us here on the NutriCast.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Danielle.
0: For those of us who don't know, what exactly is biohacking?
1: Yeah, I think you brought up a good point. I think we do it day to day and don't even realize it. What we're talking about is more just the science of changing the environment around us and also our bodies, our biology, so that we have kind of an ultimate um, outcome for optimization, meaning that our body can run efficiently today and also in the future. So what are some common ones that we probably all do that we don't even realize we are? So. Um, Some of the things that we're looking at here that might be a little bit different than life hacks would be using supplements that are using newer technology on how we can actually get into our body, affect our, our genetics, and also using external technology to do some more tracking of what our body is doing. So some of the things that I would look at typically as a dietitian would be to look at different supplementation that can optimize your energy, whether it's neurotropics, whether it's turmeric that can decrease inflammation drastically in our body, change our mind, our mindset, and how our brain um, is optimized. Um, Some of the other things would be more like intermittent fasting. So something like that we can use to control our blood sugar to actually optimize longevity. Blue light blockers might be one. If you've heard of those, they're kind of, uh, they're glasses that typically use a yellow, orange, or red lens on there that blocks all the blue light from our computer screen, from our phones, and allows our brain to actually not have that interruption and helps with sleep and helps with longevity as well, as far as brain. So those are just kind of a few
0: to give you an idea of what we're talking about here. It's interesting that you brought up the blue light glasses, because I think with all of us stuck at home, we're all working from home. Our kids are e-learning. I think we could all use something like that to protect our eyes. Absolutely. And you don't realize how much you're actually on the screen
1: until you start wearing these and it almost gives you a little bit of a break, like you know that eye strain and also sleep. You don't, I don't think we realize how much that blue light disturbs our sleep. As, you know, I hear a lot of times that people do have issues sleeping. I think it's the majority instead of the minority these days. Mm-hmm. But wearing that, like you said, because we have so much screen time and now, like you said, being at home, we have so much more screen time that those are not to be underestimated. You mentioned neurotropics, uh, what exactly are those? It's basically substances, whether it's different different supplementation um, different like caffeine could be considered one things that we're using to increase our cognitive function, meaning to make our brain work better. If you see the movie limitless um, he takes he goes down this path where he can actually think like nobody can, right? And stay focused. And his brain is at the optimal level.
0: It's similar
1: to that. And that sounds we, amazing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we all want that, I think. And um yeah, so there's a there's a lot of science behind it. And it but it's also a supplement. So it's not, let's go back just a second. Supplements aren't FDA regulated. So there's the science behind it but it's not in the FDA regulation category so sometimes it gets a bit of a bad rap but um what we're looking at like i said is just different ways to look at our and activate our neurotransmitters our cell walls our receptor sites you know kind of the the blood flow to the brain so it's it's a combination of different things that they put together typically in what we would call a neurotropic formulation and All it's doing is helping with cognitive optimization, you know, helping us think better, helping us focus more, which I know that for a lot of us, like you said, especially since we have more screen time, our distraction is very easily (laughs) done, right? So it's really just kind of bringing it into kind of a focused way of
0: thinking. Mm -hmm. I know that Silicon Valley is big on neurotropics, but how mainstream are those? Do a lot of people know about them? Yeah, I don't think so.
1: I think it's it's starting to get a little more popular. Yeah, I think a lot of the the top executives um, started using it a lot after after that sh- that show after Limitless. But I think for for the day to day, I think we use some neurotropics and we don't even really realize it. So, like I mentioned, caffeine would be considered in that category because it does um, it does help us focus. It helps us you know, stay on track with things, even though we tend to think caffeine heightens us and makes us a little more, you know, sometimes jittery or or out there, it does actually have a tendency to narrow and help us focus and concentrate on things for a little bit longer than we typically
0: would. So yeah, I think it's it's gaining a little traction, but it's still a little bit newer out there. Mm -hmm. You mentioned caffeine, turmeric. What are some other common ingredients that we might find in those? Yeah, like acetylcholine, different
1: ways to activate, like different adaptogens potentially, um, ways to kind of activate, activate like our AMPK, which is kind of our, our muscle activation, some different amino acids. I think there's a lot of other technical names of things in there that I don't know that we would all recognize, but
0: those are basically the concept of what's in there and, and what they're doing for our body. So you named off quite a few different things and health benefits. I have to ask, what are some of your favorite ways to biohack? Oh my gosh. Okay. Where to
1: start? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so I, I love this area because it's so vast, right? We can use technology to track. So some of the things I really enjoy, and again, I'm not sponsored by any of these, but like the aura ring, which is a ring that you can track sleep. And so you can see like start tracking your quality of sleep and how long you're sleeping so that you're getting the optimal range. That's really important. And I feel like for me, it's actually giving me better energy throughout the day. And I can actually work a little bit more focused throughout the day because I've been able to really get into the right sleep modes. I use intermittent fasting on a daily basis. I think that's been one of the most amazing things for keeping lean muscle mass keeping my brain like inflammation down so that I can focus. And I feel like for longevity purposes, it's, um, it's pretty amazing. I also use a lot of different supplements. So as a dietitian and my background in supplement formulation, I play around with that quite a bit. Use a lot of like nicotinamide riboside, different Nrf2 activators um, to actually help with mitochondria. So I'm looking at ways that I can get into the cell itself and optimize energy and, and production of our ATP and longevity that way. So a lot of those, and then another one along the neurotropic path is another one that I really love is Bacopa. And Bacopa is helping bring new neuron connections together. So that we we may be actually decreasing our risk for dementia, so a few of those um, supplements are kind of my big way of of biohacking
0: these days. It's really fascinating. I don't think a lot of people really understand all that goes into this area. yeah, I think you're so
1: right it's That's why I find it so fascinating it's like you said, I think a lot of us are doing some of these things without really realizing, but there's so much more to do, and I think nutrition in general has been more of like vitamin C or eat your fruits and vegetables. But we've, we're now moving with the aid of technology. I want to say that we can we can optimize our body in such powerful ways that I, I would love for people to understand this, like you said, this kind of these biohacking ways, so we can. We can optimize daily and like I said, for longevity, that quality of life extension is
0: so powerful with all of this. I was reading that you can use blood testing to biohack. How does that work? So yeah, there's a lot of
1: blood testing you can do. Um, what I look at with uh, the nutrigenetics, nutrigenomics world is we can now actually just use a saliva swab or oh, test easier. Yeah, exactly. I know that's how far we've come. So instead of having to do a big blood draw, which is typically more expensive and nobody wants to get their blood drawn, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, we can do a saliva swab and just check your DNA. I know that for some people that sounds really scary to get your DNA looked at, but there's, there's a lot of protection behind it. But what we can do now, which is fascinating is we can look at your DNA and especially from the nutrigenomics standpoint, I can now look at your DNA and take little pieces of your DNA and actually see how nutrition can play on your genes specifically. So talk about personalized nutrition yeah. at the max. <laughs> so yeah, so what you're, what you're asking is, we can definitely do that. And the science is really strong. Um, I've been doing this for close to eight years now, looking at this, and the science has has been extending like pretty much every month <laughs> from that point on. You know, so I can now tell different ways that you personally would benefit from different anti-inflammatories. Let's say that you have higher risk markers for inflammation in your system genetically. I can now say, okay, here's some different biohacks whether it's supplements different lifestyle activities you can do to influence your DNA and that's something called epigenetics but it's basically you know how things can kind of play with your DNA whether it increases decreases the way that you are at risk for something and we can make a really big difference with that with different different ways like I said of combining your um they call them single nucleotide polymorphisms so SNPs. what <laughs> we call them SNPs for short right okay <laughs> <snips>. <laughs> much better and um they're pieces of your dna and i can look at those and i can tell what exercises are best for you i can tell you know some different ways that nutrition would would
0: optimize your health specifically Wow, so, if someone wanted to get this done and they just went to their nutritionist and said, "I want to biohack and do some blood testing," would they know how to do that, or is that like a specialized field where you have to find certain registered dietitians to help you out with this?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Not a lot of people in general around the world are doing this, um, so you kind of have to find your your specialist. There are a lot of people in the the genetics space that are doing as well. But um, yeah, I'm probably only one of the few dietitians out there doing it. There's some of us, but I would say not all dietitians would do it. I would, I would search it out specifically and look for someone specialized in nutrigenetics and nutrigenomics. And um, yeah, cause it's, it's a pretty, intricate field I would say (laughs) and Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of science background to get in there so you kind of have to study that space specifically so yes look for them specifically but what you would do to get started um, to answer your question is get your your DNA tested whether that's through a 23andMe or another outside service that does that you know the ones that do kind of your um, your background checks Mm -hmm. right so what, what I could do is I can pull the back-end data that they don't give you. So they give you kind of where you're from, different things like that, whether maybe you're at high risk for maybe a couple different diseases. But what I can do is I can take the back-end data and then I can pull all of that about you specifically. And then, and then I can dive in a little bit more with your details. So you'd start out, get the saliva test done through an outside source, and then I can um, analyze
0: it from there. Okay, got it. What are some of the results you've seen, whether from yourself or through clients, when when doing some of these biohacks?
1: Yeah, I would say some of the, the biggest things that I've seen is a decrease in inflammation. So a lot of people come to me with either GI issues, meaning that they're just... Bloated or feeling horrible when after they eat. Um, Sometimes that's allergies, but a lot of times that has to do with using a right probiotic or a way of getting the gut bacteria back in check. So that I can do, you know, with genomics and also just with supplementation. That's a big one. And as I mentioned with inflammation, that goes along the same path is a lot of joint issues right? So knees hurt, my back hurts, my, you know, I can decrease systemically, like the whole body inflammation and get you to like, stop feeling so achy and in pain every day. (laughs) And, and that's a big one for most people I find. And then the other one again is sleep. A lot of people complain about not being able to sleep. So if I can get the gut back in check and get good bacteria in there, That influences the brain, decreases inflammation in the brain. I can also use some different anti-inflammatories. And another one that I really use a lot and I find with people that um, is a big issue is stress and anxiety. So what we can do is use adaptogens. Adaptogens um, help your body adapt to stress. And that can actually make a huge difference in relieving anxiety, help with gut issues, reflux, um, so many factors from there, you know, it just keeps, keeps going out. But I would say those are some of the really big ones that I Mm -hmm. see
0: on the daily basis. I interview a lot of experts and I would say the two biggest things that they always bring up is sleep and gut health. Those are major (laughs) They're
1: major. They're major. And they go hand in hand, which is typically why, because as we get stressed, we destroy our good bacteria in our gut. And what that does is it leads to so many different issues like that. Like I said, changes the inflammation in our body. Then we get all of our pains and then we can't sleep. And then our brain doesn't work right. We get this foggy, brain and we can't think, and then we're not productive and our energy goes down. It's the snowball effect, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. So, you know, a lot of times if we can, if we can balance out those two things, stress and gut health, you're way ahead of the game for tomorrow's health, as well as, you know, like 10 years down the road health. It's, it's incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. What are some tips you have for somebody who's just getting started, who just wants to try out biohacking, but wants to go beyond the caffeine and just kind of dip into it a little bit?
1: Um, I would start with, you know, maybe looking at what your goals are. So if sleep is your issue, then take steps from there. Say, okay, I'm going to go buy some blue light blockers. I'm going to get maybe one of the tracking tools to track my sleep so that I can figure out maybe a couple different supplements that i'm taking that are making a difference or you know when do i wear my blue light blockers you know and then if if your goal is weight loss let's say then maybe venture into intermittent fasting to see if you can actually make a difference with getting your blood sugar regulated you know step into it based on what your goal is otherwise it's so overwhelming <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can take, you know, a couple steps from there, look at the supplements in that space that might make a difference. And then look at the, some of the technology trackers that are out there, um, that will help you get there, you know, cause you don't have to do it alone, which is kind of the concept of this biohacking is that we have ways to track things and help you understand what's going on within your body.
0: Yeah, you made a great point that you don't have to do it alone. It it does have a it does sound rather intimidating. Biohacking this sounds like, whoa, what is that? You don't have to be a scientist to do it. There is help and resources out there, so that's all really great advice.
1: Yeah, and and it doesn't have to be called biohacking, either. (laughs) 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 I think you made that point when we first started. It's like we're doing things to help our body and our environment around us, you know, to clean up our environment, to help our body. And that's really what we're doing. That's the whole concept of this hacking our biology, right? It it just has a cool
0: name. It doesn't have to mean anything scary. (laughs) Great advice, Michelle Ricker. Thank you so much for coming on the NutriCast and sharing your biohacks with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutriCast on iTunes. And for even more Nutri-related content, you can always head to nutraingredients usacom Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.